0: All right, okay. what's up, welcome to the death metal. D-X. You keep playing, we're gonna slam these beers. I'm <laughs> going Oh Oh my god, they call the cops on you. Yeah, bro, they smell bad. Yeah. Buddy pooped here earlier and he sent me a picture of him shirtless in the bathroom back there. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, man, thank you guys for coming out and checking out the internet's number one metal podcast. You can tell by the sold-out crowd, (laughs) we're rolling in it. We're going to have a ton of fun tonight. Thanks to each and every one of you for making it out. we got a great show. we got me and Buddy doing the live podcast. And then we got some great comics. And then we got the Whiskey Wells, which I feel like is a party country band. So we're going to party. Uh, you guys are going to line dance. Did you know that? Yeah. Only the band said yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know what we do, we drink beer, burp in the mic, Yep. fart, and cover true crime. We dug deep into horrible crimes that have happened around Christmas time. Which, you know, it gets fucking crazy at Christmas time. This is the highest non-military suicide rate of the year. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude, salute to that. I love it when a GI goes down. All right, yo, so we're going to go to a suburb of Chicago, Illinois, for this one. Scene of the crime, police officer showed up. It's a busy suburban household. I was looking around in the house trying to case the scene because uh, Hectic time of year. A lot of families are out of town. Uh, Chicago is a dangerous place. A friendly neighborhood police officer just came in to warn this family. There's been a lot of break-ins in the area. He wants to see what type of security precautions the family needs to take you know, and make sure that they've got an alarm, find out if they're going to set it, finds out they're going to be going to Paris. Oh, fuck. And then the scene gets more hectic, a pizza delivery guy shows up, everyone's running around being crazy, the cop doesn't know what's going on, he talks to the mother of the family and just uh, warns her to... Be safe and have a happy holiday. Yeah, yeah. Turns out this family lives next door to infamous serial killer, the South Bend Shovel Slayer. God damn. You find that out because there's two kids looking out the window, uh, Buzz and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and Buzz lets Kevin know that this serial killer, what he does, he kills people with a shovel and then he puts them in barrels of salt. Fuck, Dave, like pickles them. Yeah, so the salt breaks down the body and then he sprinkles the salt back on sidewalks all the way through the greater Chicago area. I would love to suck a pickled toe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Does it curl? Yeah, it curdles for sure. So, you know, this is a wild, you know, there's 20 people in the house they are going to fly out to Paris. And, uh, Kevin's like one of those jaded type of kids, like, yeah. uh, real emotional, he's seen some shit. Spent some time around Michael Jackson, I think. <laughs> that do, man. And, uh, he's just getting into it with his family, and this is what you hate to see, all these crimes. We, we cover a lot of crimes where we've done, like, the Satanic Panic of the 80s, where a lot of people try to blame the devil for things that are going wrong in the country, which is never actually the case. Sure. You know, like... Oh, the occults involved in this killing. And the only proof is that there was a Ouija board four miles away. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, this kid, Kevin, practices straight up black magic. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got the Parker Brothers on his side. <laughs> Are you sure that's who made the Ouija board? Yeah. 100%. It's not the Monopoly company? I don't know, some kind of guy. It's definitely Parker Brothers, dude. It's the Parker Bros? Yeah, man. Anyway. Jewish people over the black magic. <laughs> <laughs> is Parker even a Jewish thing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> That's a reach, dude. <laughs> I mean, look it up. But <laughs> everybody's got Google or just do that uh dot shit so you don't get tracked. <laughs> yeah, so Kevin is uh, running into a lot of trouble with his family and he makes a pact. He wishes that his entire family disappears satan answers he woke up the next day to a house full of 25 people gone Shit. he looks around the whole house and sees their cars are still there they couldn't have left for paris he goes down to explore and then in the basement the furnace comes alive it demands souls in exchange for power Fuck. <laughs> Is around this time the McAllister family realizes that they've left Kevin behind. Mrs. McAllister calls the police, and of course, they don't do shit. No. She sounds really black on the phone. Oh, fuck. They're like, better oh, luck, lady. They, yeah, they didn't come over for a while. They showed like three hours later. Yeah, not in Chirac, dude. Yep. Well, the cop actually does show up hours later, knocks on the door, and just says, that's hey, secure. <laughs> <laughs> Looks What's even in bill slot, dude. He doesn't even do that. Damn. This is when you find out more about Kevin's dark side, too. I mean, this is a nine-year-old kid. He's already into S&M. He's like shaving and pouring alcohol on his face just to get off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've been there, dude. You gotta feel the burn. You love to scream when you come, like a pain. Well, no, just like a scare. It's more of a pain. Yeah. (laughs) You see me come? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Never once. <laughs> we'll
0: see how tonight ends. <laughs> Where are you coming at? Your face. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> He's gonna threaten sexual assault? <laughs> You're invited. <my> <laughs> Can you guys hear, buddy? You sure? Uh, I don't know I hmm? I'm on mic, my- dude. I'm on mic. Alright. <laughs> Anyway, this fucking deviant Kevin, now that he realizes he's free from his entire family, he goes out into the world. What's the first thing Kevin does when he's loose? Shop lifts the fucking toothbrush, oh, yeah. right in front of the cops, runs from the police, dares them, taunts them, until he runs face first into the South Bend Shovel Slayer. Man, getting pickled too early. <laughs> <laughs> It's around this time that the uh, paths of two criminals combined. And the way I look at this is, like, two wrongs don't make it right, right? It's a fucking cold hard world out there. You've got Kevin, who's undeniably evil, doing S&M, putting hexes on families. And then you got a couple of guys that just have to steal to make ends meet. Which, that happens, dude. You know how hard it is to get a job as a felon? This is why the cycle just continually perpetuates itself. Yeah. You get in the system at a young age, you go to prison, nobody will hire you. You have to pay money to the judicial system to stay out of prison. Yeah. Well, if no one will hire you, how are you supposed to get money? Exactly. You got to put together a, a, a two-man crew of bandits. Yeah. <laughs> Should get sticky, dude. <laughs> sticky. <laughs> well, in this movie, they're just wet. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You've probably been around a couple of wet bandits before. Oh, fuck you, yeah, dude, a bunch. <laughs> What's a wet bandit for you, dude? Is that when you, like, steal a fat girl's heart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I peed on a big girl's cat one time. I couldn't find the bathroom. Yeah, so the cat's the next logical. Well, no, I didn't know, man, because you saw the dick. I sent you a dick picture of me peeing on the cat. But I was trying to, I drank, I I drank like a whole gallon of Canadian Hunter whiskey, which is very bad. Yeah. And then uh, the girl's mom came in and was like, I need to talk to you. And so she went out to go talk to her. And I was like, where's the bathroom at? And then I was like, I have to pee now. So there's a cat in the closet. And yeah, sure. Yeah. So the girl's mom saw. Him? No, 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 no. But they were really wondering why the cat was wet. <laughs> I got the fuck out of there. Yeah, you know. Well, as long as she was still wet. Did you smash before, or after you peed? Smash. But then the <laughs> they didn't even answer the question. Yes. Yeah, I, I knew it's before or after you peed on the cat. Oh, before. So it was like post-sex boner. Yeah, peed. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, at least you didn't get a urinary tract infection. I did You did? <laughs> I did yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did No. I did. <laughs> okay. Fucking well, hurt. Yeah. Well, it's around this time we, we meet the team of working class just caught in the prison system of America's, the heroes of the story, I would guess. The wet bandits, right? And uh Kevin has a suspicion that someone's trying to break in his house. That's when he uses his dark magic to animate inanimate objects. <laughs> he somehow brings a Michael Jordan cut out to life, uh, mannequins, all types of evil shit. Got them dancing around the house, which scares away the wet bandits. Yeah. i the that you never gonna see. Jerk! Yeah, that was the uncle dancing. Yeah, that was sick too. Well, they recorded <laughs> it and he put him in the... Put the- Is that the same <laughs> uncle singing Cool Jerk that when he fucking tackles butts and the soda spills, that's like, look what you did, you jerk. Yeah. So he got the word jerk from the song Cool Jerk? Yeah. What a piece of shit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Kevin's an awful person, dude, if you don't know this yet. On top of thwarting this plot, he orders a pizza... How many people here have worked in the service industry? Yeah, this guy fucking orders a pizza, he tips twenty cents, and then chases the delivery driver away with gunfire. Yeah. On Christmas. Yeah. But he got what he wanted, man. He did get a pizza. Yeah. Twenty cents is a lot in your kid though. It's like the 1990s, dude. Twenty cents would hype you up. Yeah, dude, I'd be like. But like, you? he's not fat. You're fat. You're like, okay, this is five twos year olds. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Almost a bag of Funyuns. Yeah. I don't think he felt that way. And dude, they're like millionaires too. This is one thing that always stressed me out about Home Alone. Is this family has got a billion fucking dollars? It's like a 12 bedroom house. In Chicago. In Chicago, the parents are all in the first class section when they fly to Paris. They're bad. They're should that. I, what does his dad do? You never find out. No. It's a secret, dude. Yeah. He's I mean, a high order, black magicians. Yeah. Well, I definitely think Kevin's a young Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I mean, he also, he, you know, he did the first SNM ritual. And when you're watching the movie, you're like, oh, man, this kid just learned about shaving. But no, here's how you know what makes it makes him horny. He does it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same screen. I still use brood, dude. Brood? Yeah. You buy brood? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even shave. No. Yeah. You just, like, splash it on? Yeah. Brood. It keeps you a cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, this is a complicated case because you have, you know actual evil cabal versus modern day criminals and then once again the furnace comes alive and the man souls that's when the fucking battle of all battles begins that's how I would describe it they decide fuck this kid we're not gonna go out like a chump we can take on a kid but they don't know that he has Satan on his side no strong force man powerful I was like, I was watching the movie today to come up with all this shit, and in my head I just had Alex Jones like, "It's a international ring of pedophiles, and what they've done is they've taken the life force out of children. But the future leaders they place the force back in them. They've hopped up Kevin McAllister on all types of adrenochrome they sent him out in the world to recruit more children for sex and slaughter." Damn. <laughs> I mean, pretty much, dude. I, the signs are there. Billionaire dad. Yeah. Don't know what he does. No kid's ever been into s and Or was anyone here ever just, like, squeezing the fuck out of their nipples when they were little? Yes. <laughs> I had a real weird thing when I was a little kid. The first sex type thing I can remember is I had this plastic Big Bird toy. Oh. And I was in the bath, and I tried real hard to shove his beak in the head of my penis. Yeah, I did that with G.I. Joe's shit. Yeah, I was like an OG sounder. But <laughs> you got it in your pee old? Yeah, <laughs> finally it hurts so bad too. <laughs> the beacon of light. <laughs> I also remember one time I was taking a bath. I had to have been like 7 or 8. This is the only thing you remember from your childhood is like traumatic events. And my grandma came in, and I was like, fully erect in the bathtub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she yeah. was like, that means you've been playing with it. <laughs> they to, like, yeah, that's the worst, dude. I played blame Big Bird for this one. <laughs> I probably told him before, but my, my grandparents were trying to like, check the window, see if they're fucked up. And I had this, I was in high school, and I had this chair I took the, the legs off of. And I would just... Whack it Wait, dude. you took the legs off the chair? Yeah, so I could sit Indian style because it was like- Like up. on the floor? Yeah, so you jacked. So you needed like a-, a Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you specifically cut the legs off a chair for Jack off. Well, I are screwed them off. You did carpentry to jack off. Yeah, pretty much. But to sit Indian I'm Jesus, style. I'm dude. I'm trying to figure this shit out, dude. Yeah, yeah. You're sitting Indian style on the floor, but the chair's got a back. Yeah. Was that so whenever you are getting into it, you could like- Yeah. Because I don't want to shoot on my chest. <laughs> so you just rigged this up to dodge your come. Yeah. Oh my god. But they were checking to see if there was like any fucked up windows or whatever, and I guess my grandma climbed up on the step later and she saw me whacking it to hot Latin women in them and she got down she didn't say anything. Did you say to hot Latin women? Yeah. And <laughs> then... <laughs> And then my grandpa got up there, because I guess she was like, he's in there whacking off. And then he climbed up and knocked on it, and he just did this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. Where Better over there. Yeah, I was like, I was not doing that. He was like, oh, you speak Spanish? She was watching that? If you guys don't like nobody, he lived with his grandparents until you were 23? Uh, like 22, 20 Yeah, way off. 22. So like to hang out with Buddy I would go to his grandparents house. So one time I went over there and I asked Buddy's grandpa where Buddy is, which you know he calls Buddy Will. Yeah. Because somehow Buddy's short for William. Yeah. In Arkansas I guess, you know, it's like an Arkansas thing. yeah. Anyway I'm like, hey where's Buddy? He's like, we're just in there, we're in the shower. So, I think I'm gonna be funny and like sneak up on Buddy in the shower. So, I open the door and I see Buddy, and I'm like, <laughs> I know he's jacking off in the shower, but he, his back's like turned and he's up on his tippy toes. Yeah. Just fucking Dude, going after yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, I told his grandpa, and was like, Yeah, I know, that's all we do. He gets in there and jerks his fun off. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It was also his grandpa's shower too. Like, there's four more bathrooms in the house. One way to use my mom's shower? Yeah, dude, your mom perioded everywhere in the bathroom. How do you get hot in there? (laughs) Yo, I'm telling. When I say his mom perioded everywhere in the bathroom, I'm talking about CSI Miami shit. The ceiling, the shower, the floor, the toilet, the sink. Yeah, I always felt like she would just go in there and pour her tampon out and be like, well, I'm so sick of this shit yeah. It looked like a, like some shit like a clown we get ready for a show or some shit that is fucking crazy I never I would I would walk my fat ass upstairs and go to the bathroom. And, yeah. It's like nah dude I can't Dude, Buddy's mom was like criminally insane. She is criminally insane, so she's still around. <laughs> the most thing I ever, the, anytime I think of your mom, I remember is like one time me, Buddy, and Brian, we're gonna go to a haunted house to see, it's like a, it was like some condemned house in Royal, Arkansas. Yeah it's like on ghost hunters and shit so we're gonna go out there and see what see what's going on if we can summon some evil spirits so buddy's mom comes out to where we're at it's like what are you guys doing tonight yeah (laughs) we get buddy goes we're gonna go to a haunted house and she looks at all three of us and then goes, "Mom, what a sandwich! <laughs> that sums her up to the T, dude. Then we came back and she was passed out like lettuce all over and shit. <laughs> yeah, she got that sandwich. <laughs> oh, yeah. First time I ever met Buddy's mom, he was like, Hey man, I'm just gonna worry, my mom's kinda crazy. I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we get into, again, this is Buddy's grandparents' house. Him and his mom and his little brother live in the basement. I walk in, his mom is covered in one of those like wolf blankets from the gas station. And she's like, oh hey! And his butt fucking naked underneath it. Yeah. She's like, I'm glad buddy's got a friend over there. Remember me. whenever she thought you and your wife were stealing shit from the fax machine? Oh yeah. When I first started dating my wife, Jackie, who's here. <laughs> You're <talking> happy <laughs> with my wife. Alright, great, yeah. I coming her. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, we first started dating and we were going, she's obviously an angel because she was dealing with shit like this. We went over for like Thanksgiving or something. She pulled Buddy aside and she was like, Buddy, they can't be here because I know they're stealing my stuff out of the fast machine. Like we're, like they're downloading it like a 3D printer or some shit. Yes. Yeah, oh my god. Maybe she was on like the cutting edge of technology. be my mom's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how sick would it be if your mom was like one of the first cyborgs? I don't know, man. It was like a squidbilly cyborg. Well, what if Elon Musk was like? This is the perfect specimen. What if Elon Musk, was I'm dead. That's not. I don't. Yeah. No. At all. Yeah. Yeah, did he build my mom? That'd be sick. Uh, she should get rebuilt, dude, and just keep going eternally. Dude, she's going to. She's not going to die until she's 100. Dude. She does have that type of power. Speaking of like like, pickle, dude, she's pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, we'll keep it moving on the, the case. So here it is the Sticky Bandits. They've decided they're, they're tired of Kevin's shit. They're going to come. They're going to take it over. There's no way a kid can stand between them and a fortune. And they've already been breaking into the other houses of the neighborhood. But. Harry is dead set on this house. He gets into it with Marv. Marv's like, let's just skip this one. And Harry's like, fuck that. This is the house that brought me to the neighborhood. Because he fucking knows they got dark secrets in there. Yeah. He knows they got Illuminati gold hiding in the basement for sure. Oh, crap. Just got the vibe, dude. Yeah. So, they're going to get it. And this is when, again, the battle of fucking ages begin. Right when they get on the property, they're met with gunfire. Just like the pizza delivery driver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And again, dude, like Kevin is fully cemented his pact with the devil He's broken into Buzz's room Stole his entire life savings Freed the tarantula Yeah, which is also a ritual It's definitely a ritual, dude Yeah I know all you women these days are witches You know about freeing the tarantula Yeah <laughs> Yeah, so now the tarantula's free, dude, and it's following Kevin around the house. Like tarantulas aren't the type of pet that follow you around unless you've been aligned. Yeah. Dude, imagine somebody walking with the motherfuckers around on a leash. He doesn't even need a leash, dude. He's psychically bonded with the darkness. Ooh. What if you like had a tarantula just hanging out on you in your fucking? Are like, you just sitting on your shoulder? Tarantula? Yeah, that'd be cool. I hate spiders, If you guys didn't know, Buddy's wife is the general manager of Spencer's. She'll be here tonight. She rocks. That's exactly who would have a tarantula on their shoulder. You're not wrong, <laughs> You're not wrong. So once they hear the gunfire, they retreat back to the van. Marv suspects that there's already been another outfit of bandits that have claimed this house to be their own still has no idea that it's much darker than that. At this time, Kevin's mom has already traversed back to America, and she literally makes a pact with the devil. She goes to the airport ticket counter. She says, I will trade all the money in my purse, my car, my life savings. I will sell my soul to the devil. And that is when... Gus Polinski, the Polka King, shows up yeah, yeah. on behalf of Satan, yep. okay. I'm talking the Polka King of the Midwest and the Kenosha Kickers. Damn. You guys not remember Home Alone? That's the best part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> RIP to John Candy, dude. Dude, yeah, he was the best. When I was a little kid, I, I knew that I would be a fat fucking co- like comedic actor. Yeah. That was like, dude, John Candy, Chris Farley, John Belushi was like, that's what I'm gonna oh. do for sure. Yeah. I'll just be fat and fall through shit for the rest of my life. Look at you, man, you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's five people here. So yeah. Not on the same level. This is again when Kevin tries to recruit another ancient magic to bring his family back by going and telling one of Santa's minions he wants his family. Santa's minions gives him, of course, the magical tic-tacs to sow the seeds. Then Kevin goes right to church to try to forget this whole thing and get right with God. That's when he realizes it's too late as he's joined by the south bend shovel slayer in the pew and then the south bend shovel slayer tries to hook Kevin up with his granddaughter in an Epstein-esque child porn situation. It sounds sounds a lot like when you eat bad Mexican food and you're like, you have to shit real bad and you're like, please. I swear to God, dude, if you just let me get through this shit, I will go to church. (laughs) And then it just gets worse. Oh, dude, I've accepted Christ so many times on the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Like, I swear, if you just get me through this one, (laughs) you never keep your word. (laughs) Whatever, dude, I walk with him. Yeah. Oh you, yeah. yeah. You are about the Lord now. I love him. Yeah. You accepted him. He accepted me. He's right there, man. He lives within me? Yeah. I live within him, <laughs> It's He's gonna be real fucking funny when you're burning in hell. Right, yeah, we'll be here. I can't wait till you hit the gates and I'm like, enjoy hell, fag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I can't go to heaven with my mom, is my mom you think your mom's gonna be in heaven? No. <laughs> I just got the same DNA. We're all going to hell. Can I tell you about the power of Jesus Christ? That Don't you can do. overturn this whole thing right now and you won't have to spend eternity with only do it in so-called Steve Austin's voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, boy. Well, buddy, let me tell you one thing right now. <laughs> God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten damn Son that whosoever shall believeth in him shall not spend eternal life with their fat-ass partying mom. What? <laughs> if you want to see Buddy accept Christ into his heart right now, give me a hell yeah. Oh, come on, dude. It's too late, dude. You want me to give it to you? Yeah, man. You gotta save me, dude. Ask Stone Colder as me. Uh, Stone Cold. Buddy, right now... What I need you to do is bow your head in prayer. Say, God, I've sinned once. What? What? I've sinned twice. What? What? I've sinned again. What? More sin. What? More sin. What? Gay sex. What? I'm down on knee Christ. I want you to come into my life. What? Forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my other sins. What? Forgive me for being gay. What? I accept you right now into my heart. And I vanquish the devil to hell for all eternity. And that's the bottom line. Cause Buddy Lloyd says so. Can't do it. Here's why. You're bi? Got seen me jack off. He's getting <laughs> If you ever tell another street joke during my podcast. Is it a street joke? <laughs> I, no I've never been. You should commit one of the mortal sins and kill yourself right now. Y'all give me a gun. Who's got a gun? We'll turn this into a GK. Someone has yeah. it here. It's our show, dude. We're all conservatives. Oh are you? <laughs> <laughs> I saw nineteen mustaches. <laughs> Here's where it starts to go down, dude. The ultimate showdown. It starts at 9 p.m. exactly. And this is the thing, is that they told Kevin they're coming back at 9. And instead of doing what any normal child would do calling the cops, telling the neighbors, Kevin says, you know, that shit, let's do it. Make sure he's home at 9 p.m. He gets fueled up with uh, macaroni and cheese TV dinner. Yeah, He's ready to rock. He fortifies his house with ancient magic Modern appliances and a fucking tarantula. The first shot is fire when the sticky bandits come to the door. They take Kevin as some type of joke. They tell him Santa Claus is here. Kevin takes a firearm, aims it directly at Mars' penis, opens fire, drops him to his knees, shoots Harry right in the forehead. That's when Marv says, you know what, fuck this, I'll go the back way. He tries to crowbar the door open, can't do it, discovers the door is unlocked, enters the basement, tries to turn the light on, and he's met bang with an iron to the face. Uh, Harry grabs a doorknob that's been turned up white hot by a heating device, falls down icy stairs. Loses his. Uh, uh, Marv tries to go up the basement stairs. He meets Tar. Loses his shoes. Loses his sock. Steps on a nail. I mean, what type of evil knows the order in which you're going to hey, lose your work. That is very frustrating. you <laughs> trying to tell me a regular nine-year-old knows that this stair will pull off a shoe, this stair will pull off a shoe, this stair will pull off a sock, this stair will pull off a sock, and puts a nail on the next one. All right. Unless you um, Suck off Michael Jackson You could never know this Oh dude He's a lying man Dude I'm I watched that entire Michael Jackson documentary And look We all know that Having sex with children Is awful Yeah All he did is Eat kid ass (laughs) That's all he did And again I'm not trying to Defend Michael Jackson I'm just saying bro If you got to go to a carnival, uh, hang out with a monkey, yeah. eat unlimited popcorn, yeah. and then Michael Jackson eats your ass. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty cool, man, I'd be I'm Michael Jackson could eat my ass right now. Yeah, dude, anybody could eat my ass. And also, in the 80s, <laughs> eating ass was not cool. No, 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 he oh, he he's, uh, he's on the forefront. I mean, this was way before Cardi B was born. Yeah, he might've her ass, dude. Michael Jackson? Yeah. You don't think so? No. No? <laughs> Somebody ate her ass at a young age. <laughs> Funny. I'm just saying man, it's true. How did you make that worse? I thought that was as bad as it could get. <laughs> oh man, I, can't, I gotta, you know me, I gotta. Remember when you said you could break Megan the Stallion? <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> There may, may not have been uh, some cocaine involved and some booze, but. Yeah, but still, come on, dude. You can break stuff, and, you know. You, first of all, Megan Thee Stallion is bigger than you. I broke that chair. Stronger than you? The Jack it. <laughs> okay. She's built like that. How hard do you think Megan Thee Stallion would laugh when she saw your penis? <laughs> Probably pretty hard, dude. She'd be like, whack! <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's not good, dude. It just looks like a, it looks like a Swedish fish. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Kevin's fucking s journey is really paying off for him, because he is punishing these fellas. Harry opens the kitchen door to come inside and gets torched. His school gets set a fucking blaze. Marv retreats, falls down the icy stairs again. Harry goes back through the kitchen... Marv tries to go through the windows. Harry is met by a tarring and feathering, which a nine-year-old couldn't know about. Yeah. It had to be some infernal soul from the medieval ages that came and said, you know what's hilarious? Burning someone's face and feathering them. Marv walks on broken ornaments. What do you, what do you think tar and feathering came from? Man, man, I don't know, dude. Just embarrassing to be covered in feathers, or that's all they had? You should have a big bird if you're It's probably like something like that. Yeah. Some kind of like someone's horny yeah, yeah, for, yeah, word, yeah, for yeah, birds for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Dude, birds are kind of erotic. Like let's like they role played in the 1920s. Like let's tar and feather somebody and fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <Huh>? 20s. <laughs> yeah. It's like Al Capone. Like man, we're we gonna tar him. <laughs> man, we're we gonna feather him. See? Yeah. And we're gonna fuck his ass. <laughs> <laughs> then. Uh, Marv walks in on broken Christmas ornaments, which is awful. And again, the s and foresight. This guy lost his socks. He knew he would come through the window and just walk on fucking glass. They finally get inside. They're taunting Kevin now. Kevin launches two paint cans back to back in such a timing that only evil Genius could pull off. It knocks Harry's gold tooth out of his head. Yeah, that's cool. The bandits again threaten Kevin. They think they've got a hold of him, but no. One of them falls over a tripwire. Harry grabs a hold of Kevin. It's about Marv, sorry. Marv grabs a hold of Kevin. It's about to be over with. He's got his leg, and that's when the tarantula comes. Yeah. Yeah, that's to steal another soul. Yeah. And Kevin places it directly on Marv. Marv screams, pees his pants, everyone freaks out. That gets Kevin to be free. They chase Kevin through the window, the spider's evil magic forces Marv to attack his partner Harry with a crowbar. Harry attacks back, that gives Kevin time to shoot off into his fort with a zip line. This is where the bandits start trying to outsmart Kevin. They say, no, he wants us to go back through his funhouse. Yeah. We're going to follow him directly to his treehouse. They start climbing the line. That's when Kevin cuts it and hits him with the entire planet. I thought, I, I thought that great. was poppery art. It's a pretty sick, sick move, though. Yeah, dude, it's I crazy. Started, I'm it's just, just kid, Coyote and shit. And seeing that and being like, yeah, man, this kid's smart as fuck. He rocks the fucking house. Yeah. Anyway, Kevin comes down. Kevin tries to go through the neighbor's house, and uh, he doesn't know about the Wet Bandits. The reason they're called the Wet Bandits, allegedly, is because they flood the fucking house when they're done. So he traces through his water, but they've already gone through the front. They catch him by the top of the stairs. They get a hold of him, it's all over with. They take him, they hang him up on a hook like any bully would. They're gonna fucking kill him. And then, of course, the South Bend Shovel Slayer shows up and takes two more victims. The police arrive, The bandits are apprehended. The police have been searching for the infamous wet bandits. They have figured it all out by discovering how wet my pussy got after witnessing two hours of sheer brutality. Kevin's mom gets home. Kevin then realizes magic is a bad thing to mess with. He goes off to Neverland with Michael Jackson. (laughs) The family bond is much tighter. Nothing like this could ever happen again, and then Buzz comes out of the closet. How sick is it to have, like, two fucking trademarks? Like, you got the wet bandits, and then also the South Bend shovel slayer. So you, you you fuck people with a shovel, and then you also just fucking flood houses. What is our trademark? peed on toothbrushes. We have done that. We, I made mean, the clothes on the Buzz is Gay thing, but one time one of our friends went to have sex with a girl and we, and we got trapped in the same house that he was in. Yeah. So to seek revenge, we also didn't correlate on this. Yeah, all. we didn't talk about like, I it. I went to the bathroom, <laughs> and I peed in every single one of her drawers, yeah. peed on her toothbrush, I peed everywhere. Yeah. Literally anywhere that could hold pee in it in her bathroom, I peed in. And then you went back through and did the same thing. But I peed in the shampoo bottles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then you told me you pissed in there, and I was like, I also pissed yeah, in there. I think that's when pee. we really became best friends. Yeah. I really want to put the icing on the cake when it was a couple months later we found out that our kid was a special ed kid. Yeah, hey, that was fucked up. He was just either a loved it, though, I'm sure. It probably cured him if you really think about it. Yeah, a dude who do you thinks like us and shit. All right, I hate to leave on that note, but guys, we got a fucking <laughs> lot of show coming up for you, okay? We're going to have a great time. For yeah, we got a We're going to hang out with y'all and We're going to get fucking and hammered. We got our first comedian coming to the stage. We're going to.